Blog Hi, Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Loud Mouth Radio. This show tonight is being broadcast live via internet at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. It is a beautiful day in spite of all the rain, and we're so grateful uh, to have this call tonight because our conversation tonight is very important. We want to thank all our listeners for tuning in on this special Friday episode. Normally we broadcast um, live Monday through Thursday. Um, over the last few weeks we have been broadcasting our, icon, our archive show. And because of that, our, our archive shows have been uh, really introduced to some of our episodes that we've been broadcasting the last few months with Live Mouth Radio. And tonight, we're going to really get into something that I think is very important that we speak on. And it needs to have the attention um, that it's very much deserved. Uh, we're actually broadcasting in Orlando, Florida today. It is a rainy day in Orlando. I mean, it is a downpour right now. Actually, a rainy moment. I believe it's going to be very impactful. 
And when I say as a people, I don't mean as a black people or white people or woman or man or, or, you know, same gender loving families or whatever it is. I just mean people, period. We need to be inspired to inspire others. And tonight's show is really going to touch on the legal um, aspects of life. And we're going to definitely touch, as you know, the Trayvon Martin case. Um, We want to touch on the equality rights um, that has just bombarded so many areas and things. Um, Just so many, I mean, gosh, legally we could go on for days and days and days and years because there's so many things that we um, have to face. All of us face daily some legal issue. And if we are not protected, if we don't know our rights, as Sunny said earlier, then we are in the lack of knowledge. We are in a space where you lose cases all the time because you didn't have representation. Your future is, it's, your future is in jeopardy. You know, you don't, you, you, your rights, as you may know them or don't know them, becomes risk factors. Right, exactly. So, Tonight is important to us because we have had the opportunity to be a part of some amazing um, speeches and amazing uh, encouragement from people who have seen a way and a pattern of life that can help you. And, you know, being a mom, let me just touch on the Trayvon Martin case just briefly. Being a mom myself, um, three living children and one that transitioned, I am, you know, moved by the events that took place in not so positive a way because I can only begin to very small, in a small way, imagine, a very, very small way, and only because I had a daughter that transitioned very early in life can I understand putting a child, you know, in the beautiful earth. So I can feel the pain of a parent, you know, having to experience that. But I can in no way begin to imagine the loss and the and the hole that is there, I'm sure, for the, for the parents of Trayvon Martin. But watching and knowing that they needed legal representation so early and oftentimes not being in that position financially to just say, hey, let me give out thousands upon thousands of dollars hurts and it limits the time, the crucial time that a team has to get together to build the case. And, you know, oftentimes I look at this case like what could have been done different? How could it have been um, changed? In what form or what fashion could have been done? And, you know, you've got to have arguments on both sides of this case. And we we did see arguments on both sides of this case. And I remember talking to someone this past week at work, and they were talking about just let's look at the facts. The facts of the case were not proven. The facts of the case to get an indictment against Zimmerman was just not proven. And so whether I believe it, whether I don't, my emotions would never have allowed me to be a juror, not even ever, not one day, just coming in at a very biased place and seeing a child be a child and walking home with no weapon. I was done. I was done right there. You know, and just watching my children, we forget that children are still going to be children. 
And anytime someone is following somebody, whether you're an adult or whether you're a child, but especially if you're a young child, and you're going to you're gonna flip off and you're going to say, hey, dude, what are you doing? Um, why are you following me? All of these things. So at the end of this day, my thought process is what could have been done different if money were not an object in the Trayvon Martin side. If money was not an object at all for legal representation, would things have come out different? If she or the father had been better prepared financially or better prepared in a protective way, would it have been different? That's my question. And so tonight we want to talk with people that have some thoughts about it, also have, you know, resources, resources, which we all uh, we all have resources. And like we said, it's important that you know what those resources are. How can you leverage your life and not be worried about being at risk um, when, it, when it comes to so many things? Because there's so much that happens in our society that we take for granted. We don't look at some of the most simple um, transparencies of things that occur day to day, whether it's us or our children, our spouses, that we're left wide open. And when you're left wide open in a lot of instances, it can put you into a, a situation like Trayvon. You know, um, we can't – now, by no means are we going to try to judge his actions because, number one, the, the, that young man is no longer here. Right. A 17-year-old young man is no longer here. Hmm. Due to the actions of somebody else, you know, saying whatever they want to try to even frame it as, it, it makes no essence of sense that he's not here. So, you know, but with that being said, you know, we want to make sure that we touch on things, and we want to hear from you as well. We want to make sure that um, you're given a platform to speak and to give insight of how you feel in regards to, uh, you know, number one, the state that you may be in. Mm-hmm. Um, some maybe experiences you've had personally with family, friends, um, even this Zimmerman, Trevon Martin case. Um, and then also the things that we sometimes do not um, look at, which is the possibilities. Right. And how can I protect myself better? What can I do to alleviate and lower my risk? Exactly, exactly. Um, We know some of you are already on the line. We we appreciate you calling. We are going to have you come on in just a little bit. If you just hang in there, we're going to cue you in. Again, if you want to speak with us, you're going to press 1. If you're in 2 and you're in queue 2 and you just want to listen, we appreciate you doing that as well. Um, but if you want to speak with us, you're going to press 1. We're going to cue you in in just a few minutes. Um, the number is 347-826-7520. Again, that's 347-826-7520. And we're going to bring on our guests in just a few minutes. These are some powerful, powerful people um, that we're going to have on the show We've been so blessed in just a short time being in this entertainment, being in this media um, position. We have come to know so many great people that 
you know, I, I'm I believe in destiny, so I know we were destined to meet each other no matter what. But I just somehow believe that what we're doing is really allowing us to go into spaces and go into places that maybe we would not have had the opportunity to go into as quickly. But I'm so grateful, as I say on my show on Tuesdays, The Bare Truth, um, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers on Tuesdays, I'm always so blessed because it just really is one of those opportunities where we, as we are tonight, going to present to you some great people that are going to share some amazing information. Thanks, Jazzy. What we want to do is um, take this time to acknowledge um, the factor of our media partners, and we want to make sure that they get the recognition and opportunity for being partnered with us. Um, and uh, with Live Off Radio, you know, we're actually in our still in our our youngest stages, yet and still we are very eager and excited about what we're doing in the community and with our position. You know, you have to utilize what you have as a uh, great opportunity. And it's a great opportunity for us to be able to get on air and talk to you. So because of that, um, we want to make sure that our media partners get the recognition that they deserve and that you understand a little bit more about what we have in our community serving. So I am, I am. I want to make sure that we recognize um, our media partner, Bright Car Spa, that's located at 360 Edgewood Avenue in the Atlanta, Georgia market. You can reach them at 404-913-4980. They actually specialize in hand car detail and wash, and they're located there in the Edgewood, Atlanta area, in old historic Auburn Avenue, not far from that area, Martin Luther King and everything is. But they actually open seven days a week, and... They want to make sure that you're able to come out and bring your vehicle out there to get service, and they're offering our listeners for Loudmouth Radio a big discount of uh, services for a mini detail, which is normally $100 and up. But you can actually take advantage of this offer where you get a $60 detail and a hand wash and wax. So we want to make sure that they get the opportunity to get that recognition being be on a part of Loudmouth Radio. Also, we want to recognize um, Tulupi's Savory Southern Cuisine, which is a new establishment in the Stockbridge, Georgia area. They're located at 282 East Atlanta Road in Stockbridge. And those guys have uh, just recently had their grand opening weekend, which was last weekend. Loudmouth Marketing Entertainment Group had an opportunity to uh, assist in that actual event and provide some entertainment and uh some wonderful opportunities of bringing entertainment into the area. So we are so excited um, to be able to help push them out, okay? And they're located, again, like I said, at 282 East Atlanta Road in Starbridge. We also want to recognize Fletcher and Sons 2 Auto Repair in Starbridge, Georgia. Excuse me, in Jonesboro, Georgia, at 7363 Terra Boulevard. They specialize in domestic and foreign auto repair. ASC Certified Mechanics, and I would recommend you to check out their um, awesome opportunity of services that they provide. They've been actually given us a gracious offer for AC repair and service. Um, so if you need to get your, your AC checked and it's not blowing out cold air, I think you should definitely check them out. 
and it's a $99 promotion. They'll do a lead diagnostic, check and make sure everything is looking well, uh, charge it to your system with some Freon, and make sure that you're uh, riding in the cool air. Right now it's raining like I don't know what, so it might not be too hot right now. <laughs> We've had a very rainy season in Atlanta, so we just want to recognize all those great partners of ours and recommend that you check them out. Um, as well as make sure you stay connected with us on loudmouthradio.com. Find us on Twitter at Loudmouth and Facebook on uh, Loudmouth Online. I'm a little bit out of breath, excuse me, because um, I had a great little meal a little while ago. I had some great rotisserie chicken. <laughs> had some great rotisserie chicken, and now I'm feeling a nice little fullness in my body. And... Um, I think this conversation is full enough. Um, so I had to make sure I put something on my stomach because this is a heavy conversation we're going to have, but it's something that's important. I think people need to to hear it, speak on it, and recognize that we have some real issues in America. And if we don't do certain things to protect ourselves, we can't expect systems, governments, um, certain people in, in different positions to provide us um, the coverage when we can do that ourselves and at least alleviate ourselves from being wide open. So, like I said, the topic of our discussion tonight, the importance of legal protection is so important. And um, I think Jazzy said it uh, said it best that if we don't utilize our resources, then we're going to be wide open to all kinds of issues. And tonight I actually made sure that, um, you know, we're in Orlando, which Sanford was where the uh, trial was held, and um, – Unfortunately, you know, Florida has a lot of laws that um, enabled this situation to turn out the way it was. But she did make a very good, uh, Jazzy made a very good point in speaking that, you know, you, you have to have the facts. And unfortunately, we can't uh, deny that this young man is, was killed. We can't deny that Zimmerman pulled the trigger. Those are things that we cannot, um, you, you just physically can't change. Those are the, Those are factual situations, but... The laws itself, um, you know, when you have people, which you have attorneys, that's what they're hired for, to find ways um, to, to present their cases on both sides. So, unfortunately, um, you, would, you know, we're only miles away from that, that hard verdict that came across last week. And um, it's actually almost been a week, a week ago tomorrow. It was on Saturday that everything was um, opened up to the public uh, to witness a man uh, getting away with shooting a 17-year-old unarmed young man. So we're not going to um, have this whole conversation in that uh, in that gist of topic, but it is a very important topic. I really haven't spoken on it a lot um, until really now, uh, especially to the public. I've had little sidebar conversations with quite a few people, um, and, and I think initially, matter of fact, last week, uh, during the grand opening of our media partner, Tulupi's, we were actually physically sitting um, in their restaurant and in the midst of Keisha Jackson, uh, the R&B singer who is awesome. Uh, she's also Millie Jackson, Millie Jackson's daughter. She was performing, and she was preparing to go into her last set. And uh, in the height of her performance, one of her friends, um, I mean, it was, it was, I, I, I just want to give you guys a picture of this. He rushed from out of the uh, rear of the establishment, and he came up towards the front of the stage, and uh, the band was playing kind of softly behind Keisha. She was talking on the mic and speaking, you know, in regards to, uh, you know, her performance and who she was, and he literally told her 
that they found uh, they found the man not guilty on on all charges. And when I tell you the the room, the entire energy in that room, that moment, the silence. And we're talking about we're vibing, we're having a good time, music is playing. I mean, it was like I was in a little mini Jill Scott, Erica Badu concert, and the whole energy just shifted. And Keisha literally had to stop. And she said, you know what, hold up, I need you all just to stop the music for a second. She just stopped everything. It's like she hit pause. And she said, people, you know, she literally let everybody in the room know what was what was going on because, you know, we're in the midst of having a good time. We're not aware that um, the verdict came down, and um, the verdict came down, and unfortunately what ends up happening is, you know, she's finishing that last set, and her energy was so high. I mean, God, Keisha was jamming. When I tell you the room was getting it in with her, and, you know, as soon as that conversation came about and that was brought, you know, to the attention, people started going on their phones. They were, you know, they kind of became really disconnected. And um, not that nothing to take away from her performance because she was awesome, but you can even tell in her, in her, in, in her posture and even in her spirit that she was so bothered that it basically was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and finish the solo. I'm getting off stage, and it was a it was a painful moment. So you know, I want to hear for those who are listening to us who may be on our lines. Um, talking in this conversation, you know, where were you? What were you doing in the midst of things when you found out about the verdict? And, um, you know, how has that impacted you? So right now what uh, we're going to do is bring in uh, one of our guests who's on the line with us, and um, he's going to speak with us um, on air in reference to the importance of legal protection, the Zimmerman case. And, and you know what that means to you, um, you know, as a community. What what does this mean as far as um, this type of verdict happening? So we have Mr. Alistair Edwards, who is oh, we have Mr. Alistair Edwards, who's one of our guests, and we're also going to be blessed with another uh, guest speaker, um, Mr. Darnell Self. And I'm going to kind of elaborate a little bit about who these gentlemen are, right, quickly for you. Um, we want to make sure that you're able to uh, hear this. So um, Mr. Self, as well as Mr. Edwards, as well as myself, we're all part of a uh, – we're all part of um, a, a very successful and very resourceful company um, that's called Legal Shield. And uh, Mr. Self is um, – a part of this organization, and he's also an associate. He's a, a level, a high level associate with this particular uh, company, and we've been able to learn so much. I'm very new um, to this organization in regards to offering um, just regular people services that help to protect them with legal rights. Mr. Self, are you on the line with us tonight? I am. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. How are you? Oh, I am awesome. I am awesome. And uh, I tell you, there's no, no reason to complain. never does any good. Absolutely. Tonight, uh, we're speaking on the importance of legal protection. And um, right now, I was just sharing with our listeners that we're in the Orlando, Florida market, speaking in regards to this. And, of course, you know, the George Zimmerman, uh, Trayvon Martin case just recently occurred, not, not even uh, 
20 minutes from us where we are physically. And uh, I would love if you could share with the people who you are and kind of give your position of what has taken place with this actual, um, with this court case that has occurred just recently. Sure, and I appreciate the opportunity uh, to uh, to share. Um, you know, I first uh, was made aware of the company that I'm a part of now, which levels the legal playing field uh, across North America. Um, it found me. I really uh, did feel like I ever needed access to a lawyer because I felt like lawyers uh, were only for people who broke the law. Um, I felt like it was perhaps for bad people who wanted to do, to do worse things. But I didn't realize uh, at that time, and I guess it just never entered my mind, that bad things happen uh, to good people, too. And uh, it wasn't wasn't until I uh, met a gentleman who expressed to me the importance of being proactive instead of reactive and, you know, the need and and rather having a a lawyer or access to lawyers and not needing them than to need them and then trying to find them when the average person can't afford $300 an hour. And uh, when I think about uh, the Trayvon Martin case and think about the injustice that exists uh, across North America today, you know, it's not just about the rights that we have. We have a constitution. We have our Miranda, but not having access to it or not being able to afford it is like not having it at all. And, exactly. um, you know, it, 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 it's a wake-up call, and I think it serves notice to everyone that we cannot become content. Um, we can't think just because some of us have moved out of the inner city or have uh, been able to put ourselves in better positions, our children in better schools, uh, that uh, the injustices that still exist. I mean, we are in, in a, a post, we are certainly not in a post-racial society, um, with, and right. I think that's made more apparent uh, with the, the, the verdict of the Trayvon Martin case. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you this, before you came on the line, Mr. Sell, who was speaking about how the lack of resources will cost you so much. And, you know, a lot of times, um, and I'm going to speak on this because, you know, there is a denomination factor here of uh, two different um, classifications of people that was involved in this case, you know, African Americans and, um, you know, non-African Americans. But I'm going to talk about our culture for a hot second. You know, a lot of times we react to things instead of being preventive. We don't necessarily put things in place for us prior to things happening. And then when things do happen, we're scrambling or we're trying to figure it out. And it it, it puts puts us in a position a lot of times where we cannot protect what we do have and what we work for. So, you know, um, speaking with you online today is important that we're able to – let the community know that we do have a resource that can help to guide you through better protecting yourself, whether it's criminal or civil, would you say? Oh, absolutely, and I agree, and I'm I'm glad you shared that because, you know, at 28 years old, I just shared my background in 20 seconds. At 28 years old, I started my own business, and by the age of of 32, I made my first million dollars. I'm 43 years old now, and we've been blessed. I have a lot of success in business. Uh, and our business expands all across North America. And, and I say that because we live in a gated community, um, and my kids go to private schools. Uh, we were philanthropists. We were able to give away to missions and ministries and things that we support, more money than we used to dream about making years and years ago. And I only bring that up to say um, that my kids 
uh, as uh, fortunate and blessed as they are, uh, they wear hoodies. Uh, and they go to private schools, right. and again, they, you know, they, they're, they're easily mistaken, um, and no one's going to say to them, because, you know, the color of their skin, no one's going to say, oh, um, you, li- you live in this gated community. If they look like a suspect, uh, they look like <laughs> a suspect, because exactly. if their $100 bills aren't hanging out their pockets saying, oh, my father's uh, a millionaire. So my point in saying that is that right. it, it's a level of, of thought process that has to change across North America. We can't think just because we've arrived or just because some people um, have elevated to another level that uh, we don't fall prey to the injustices that still exist. And that's why I love what I do, you know, making a difference while making a living, being able to level that legal playing field and giving folks access uh, to the justice system, not just on major issues, but everyday situations that happen. And you just never know when you need access or have to have someone have your back that knows a particular area of law that you're dealing with. And unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of judges and lawyers, and I shouldn't say unfortunately, just the way it is, that play golf for one another. They know each other. And then when it comes to us, you know, we're going through the yellow pages trying to figure out who's the best lawyer. And and we call a friend who's a lawyer, and that lawyer doesn't know that specific area of law. And so we have an entertainment attorney helping us out with a tax situation or a criminal criminal situation. So, again, you know, when you think about having access to something like – you know, our particular service, which my partner will will elaborate on just a little bit, you know, it just makes sense. So, again, you know, I, I believe true abundance comes from giving back and whatever testimony or information or knowledge I can impart upon others uh, to help make them aware of the things that uh, I've become privy to, uh, I certainly want to do that because, again, I believe in continuing to elevate us all and empowering others uh, with the information that can certainly offer us peace of mind uh, as an African-American people. Absolutely. And, Mr. Self, can you share with me, as well as our listeners, uh, at the time of the verdict, like, where were you? What were you doing? And at that moment, what was the first thought that came to your mind in regards to your position, being able to offer, you know, a, a, a person who could have easily been sitting in Zimmerman's chair or been in the other side of the equation where they've lost a family member, being a part of, uh, you know, being a part of uh, – Legal Shield and being able to offer offer something like this that's so important. Like, what were you doing at that moment? Yeah, uh, I was on my way back uh, from New York um, when I heard that information. I just finished up with a a big event speaking in front of a a large audience in New York about legal empowerment and economic empowerment. Mm -hmm. And my business Mm -hmm. partner sent me a text message and said um, the verdict was not guilty. I knew exactly what he was talking about because uh, I knew the jury was at recess, and I just I couldn't believe it. And again, I'm you yeah. know look, I'm not here I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying that I just felt like um, it is unfair um, to be able to take uh, actions in your own hands, and mm-hmm. someone loses a life. And my point is, is that whether someone on this uh, someone listening in and any of your listeners who may say, hey, you know. George Zimmerman was was right in doing that, or someone listening in uh, saying, you know, I can't believe that Trayvon Martin um, died at the hands of someone who was directed to do otherwise. So, you know, my point is I'm not here to judge, but what I am here to say is that on either side, having access to the justice system makes sense. Having access to a lawyer who can assist you right away makes sense. And, 
you know, the legal costs, and I won't go into that, but the legal costs on Zimmerman's side and the legal costs or, or for um, Trayvon Martin's family, uh, if they decide, and I think they have continued to, to, to decide to continue to pursue um, some, other, uh, some other options after the verdict, uh, either way, uh, that costs. And it just makes sense mm-hmm, if you're going to need access to the justice system uh, to make sure that you have access to the best. And so that's how I feel, you know, being proactive instead of reactive. And uh, when I heard that, uh, the, the verdict, I thought to myself, wow, um, my wife and I are really doing the right thing with our business and continuing to let people know uh, having access to the justice system uh, and lawyers that can help at least share or shed light on what your rights are. And we always tell folks, if you don't know your rights, you simply don't have any. So, again, uh, I, I'll never forget that moment in which uh, I heard uh, what the verdict was. Um, because again, it just helped me. It helped to solidify uh, that what I do is making a difference. Absolutely, and I appreciate your your time and speaking in regards to um, this situation, as well as um, you know, just trying to give education. Because at the end of the day, uh, like I said earlier, that the lack of knowledge, the lack of re- the lack of knowing where to go for these resources, can result into so many. Um, you think you'll have an issue that you're dealing with in one hand, and that thing can become more substantial uh, because you lack the ability to have the protection that you need to resolve issues or, or circumstances like this. So, Mr. Self, thank you so much. Do you have anything else you'd like to share uh, with our audience? No, I, just, uh, I certainly time? appreciate you having me on, uh, having, having me on the line here. Uh, again, it's always an, an honor for me to uh, to share uh, with anyone who's uh, willing to, uh, to to listen to information that can certainly empower them. And I just believe in uh, in developing ourselves. I believe when we become better, things around us can become better. And so I'm an advocate of, of self and personal development. And, uh, and so I'm glad you have uh, a platform like this to continue to educate listeners uh, and being proactive uh, in in situations that exist, real situations that exist in America, and making sure that people empower themselves with uh, with with opportunities to uh, to inform themselves on how to live a more fruitful and prosperous life. So again, appreciate you having me on the line, and uh, I'll, t- I'll hand the phone over to my partner, Miss Alice Edwards. Thank you, Mr. Self. Thank you so much. And um, as far as um, tonight, listeners. We're just so grateful um, for the opportunity to speak with you live tonight. And, um, you know, I think that this situation has raised a lot of eyebrows and given a lot of people um, the notion to do something about the situations without protecting themselves. And what happens is, you know, situations like this, Jazzy, uh, would you say, um, that this can be a common denominator in many cities. Okay, Jazz is just she's just held she holding strong here. Hold on a second here, um, but I w- I would say that at this point we have um, to take action. We have to protect ourselves. We have to make sure that we are doing things that is going to allow us the ability to safeguard things. So, uh, Mr. Self, he came on the line. We're really appreciative of him taking the time to speak to us. And we have Mr. Alistair Edwards that's on the line with us at this time. And uh, I want to make sure that he has an opportunity to share his thoughts in regards to the Zimmerman case 
and uh, want to know where he was at the time uh, that the verdict came down. And Alistair, are you on air with us now? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you very well. How are you today, sir? Uh, doing well, thank you. Definitely. Thank you so much for inviting me on the line. Um, it's funny you say, where was I? Actually, I was at the house, uh, uh, you know, sitting down uh, watching uh, a television show when the verdict came across. And the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, how do I tell my boy? And what I mean by that is I have two young boys that are, uh, two of my sons are 16, my daughter is 17. And the first thing that came to my mind was, how do I tell my children Mm-hmm. So that their life may not have any value. Because that's what I got from that verdict. Wow. Immediately when they said not guilty, the first thing I thought was, how do I tell my kids that maybe their life has no value? And then I had to think about the situation a little bit more and said, you know, it, it's amazing that in today's world, 2013, that things like this can happen. But then it only brings the fact why having access or knowing the law is so important. And, and, you know, the sad part about it is we only heard one side of the story because the other side of the story is not being able to be told. And, you know, they they always say there are are three sides to the story, my side, your side, and the truth. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know? And so because we we only got one side of the story, um, they were able to build a bigger or better defense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and it, it puts... Uh, everyone else, the other side of the story, in a bad position. And, and I'm not saying that having protection to, or having a, a service like ours would have made the outcome any different. But I, I want right. to say that up front. Right. And I, I definitely want to say up front that I'm, I'm speaking as an independent associate uh, for Legal right. Shield. I'm, I'm not speaking on behalf of the company. I'm speaking on behalf of my personal opinion. But I do know what our services does. And I know, you know, my boys are 16 and they know uh, what to do if they are found in a situation where they're uncomfortable or if they're detained by an officer or if they're stopped in the mall by mall security, they know exactly what to do. They know what their Miranda rights are. They know who to call. And, and, and the reason I'm so adamant about um, um, sharing this legal shield service with people is because I know what it does. I was making six figures when it was introduced to me, so it wasn't mm-hmm. about the money about coming along with this mission. It was more with with this opportunity. It was more about the cause because I realized that our people, all people, no matter what race you are, you need to have proper access to an attorney. And and I think of that situation. If if if, if Miranda writes that you have the right to remain silent, you also have the right to call an attorney. But it also gives you access to an attorney 24 hours a day in any emergency situation. And I watched a lot of that case. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll say up front, based on the, the conditions that Rachel, the witness, was put under, she did a phenomenal a, she job. She did. She did. They tried to massacre you. For, know, they really for a did. young lady of that age to be put in such a stressful position, mm-hmm. she did a phenomenal job. But I had to ask myself, what if Trayvon realized he was being followed? And he was instructed by his parents, if you ever feel uncomfortable, here's an emergency line to a legal system to where you can talk to an attorney immediately and just say, hey, I'm in a situation, what do I do? Right. And I'm not saying that would have prevented Trayvon from ending up the way he did. Right. But 
think about who his weakness would have been. He would have had a re- an attorney on the other side of the line exactly. who would have been there to hear what he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Meaning that it would have had to be that attorney that got called <laughs> exactly. to the stand. Exactly. And it's sad to say that the population, the majority, look at a minority young lady mm-hmm. and because of her education or because of her current status at life, Right. Totally devalue her testimony. I'm gonna tell you, man, Alice. I felt like they just put focus on things that had no relevancy. You know, there was so many areas that, you know, it's like it's like the okie doke. You want to put focus on all the things that could take away from the things that really do matter. In that situation. I mean, imagine, put yourself in her shoes. How could you, how would you feel? You walk, your your phone rings, your friend's on the phone, he's telling you somebody's following him, and you literally go through this whole sector of listening to him screaming and, 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 you know, literally dying in your ear. You know, I mean, I don't even know if I could have got up and even spoke, let alone have a full, all-out, you know, uh, interrogation, because they interrogated that girl, man. They they tried to. Interrogation. Oh my God! And you know that the world is watching this, and you know that, in other words, and you know, it possible. It's a possibility you you speaking from you, you're hearing from one person that was the last person to hear his voice, you know, and to say, you know, this dude is is, is stalking me or whatever he's doing, and he's he's you know approaching me, and then you hearing him, you know, I just I couldn't even imagine. Um, what she must have felt like sitting up there. And, um, you know, I'm going to tell you what right now. I remember a situation where I got called for jury duty. <laughs> and I, um, if you've ever had this experience, they will ask you questions. Like if you call in for jury duty, there's not, nine times out of ten there's a bunch of people that are sitting around waiting to see if they're going to be called. You're taking off work, taking off time for work. And um, they'll bring you in, and they'll go over different things, and they'll ask you questions, how you feel in regards to uh, certain – they'll ask you certain questions, ask you about how you feel about certain things. And I remember sitting there listening to this case where I just immediately did not feel um, – I didn't feel I didn't feel leveled about the situation. And I, I had already kind of taken an opinion on it without really hearing both sides. And I ain't going to lie to you, I didn't want to be there. So when they ask you as a juror, you know, do you feel like this? You know, they ask you these questions to really just see where your position is. And um, I didn't want to sit in on that. I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, I've never had a situation where I was put in a position to uh, be a juror for something of that level, that magnitude. But can you imagine, um, you know, like something like, you know, for me, I felt like I don't want to be necessarily responsible at this time for something like that making a decision that pivotal on someone that will go down in history as possibly being a, a major part of a legal shift, because I feel like this is a legal shift in America. What's happening from this, um, people are talking about rallies. You know, there's different laws that's being passed. You know, the gun control. Um, to my understanding, there was a lot of talk about Zimmerman's uh, case being covered um, in costs with, uh, you know, uh, 
um, gun associations, things of that nature. And and there's nothing to say against because I'm licensed to carry, you know. Um, but I don't mean I'm gonna be around here like uh, like I'm flying high like a cowboy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna just be looking to target anybody or just to strong arm or shoot anybody. So. You know, if you just look at this whole case and you could have been in any part of these things, whether you could have been the, the, the person that was being defended, a prosecutor, uh, a defense attorney, the DA, um, if you were a juror, or either one of the family members sitting in that courtroom listening to this. You know, we weren't in the courtroom, but you can't you can't ignore the fact that that has affected America and um, in the outskirts of America, as we know, uh, from a jur- uh, actual um, verdict like this. So... Um, my thing is, uh, at this point, we're in Florida right now. We're physically sitting here in Florida right now. And um, I remember uh, people talking about how, you know, uh, rioting, how people could be rioting. You guys are listening, remember Rodney King. Remember Rodney King uh, getting jumped on Alistair in L.A. by the cops? And that result from that um, was ugly. Uh, in the community, the way they responded. I haven't really heard of a lot of outbursts um, in regards to your situation. Have you heard anything yourself, personally, as far as reaction from this case in the community? Well, there have been several uh, marches, uh, several protests. I mean, violent. Violence. But, but none, okay. I've never not heard of any violence. I know in California they said they had a few arrests, but as far as any major violence or, or anything like that, I did not. And, you know, it's funny you men- mentioned that case. There's certain things that have happened in history that you remember where you were when they happened, you know, and that was one of those cases. O.J. Simpson was one of those cases. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, when Michael Jackson died, that was one of those cases where you know what you were doing over what was going on when that happened. And, and, and I think, you know, it's amazing, and I know we are saddened by this event, but it's, it's, if you have a spiritual basis, you realize that everything happens for a reason. And, and I think what this has allowed us to do is bring to light some injustices that have to be addressed, that we as a community will have to address. Um, and, and it's going to take both uh, sides coming to the to the table and talking. When I say sides, I mean whether you agreed with the verdict or you disagreed with the verdict, whether you're pro-gun or against gun, whether whether you like to stand the stand the standing your ground law or you don't. All these sides will now have to come to the table and discuss what is best for this country, because there is still a level of um, inequality that is existing in today's world, and we have to address that. And I think. Uh, uh, um, this will move us closer to that position. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, it's, I'm going to tell you this. We're not going to stay stuck on the Zimmerman case, but, you know, I had, like I said, I hadn't really talked about it a whole lot since the uh, verdict came down. Um, but, you know, um, there's been a lot of litigation. You know, I don't know if you followed this, but also I think about a month ago um, we were just dealing with the factor of the bill being passed for, uh, as we know, minorities still don't have the right to vote. Every 25 years, uh, you know, there has to be a bill passed in order for the right to vote to uh, to allow us to be able to go to a poll and punch a card. 
And, um, you know, I, I, I step back and I look at this, you know, I'm, I'm just a few years away from being 40. And I can only imagine our parents and their parents who went through this time period where they couldn't sit in a, you know, in a, in a front position, they couldn't sit in a front position and speak when we do have that position. And we do have a, the ability now to do things that can give us uh, more opportunities to protect ourselves. So, um, you know, I actually want to share um, with uh, with our audience, we do have uh, another guest that I'm bringing on in just a minute. Um, what I want to do, Jazzy, you with us? Okay, I guess she's still hanging. Jazzy just don't, you see how Jazzy just don't quit on me, y'all? She don't just went, she don't went haywire. But we're actually, like I said, we're in Orlando right now. Um, we're here um, in uh, the uh, Rosen Center in Orlando in a beautiful hotel. It's a little rainy, but we've been have uh, we've had an opportunity to speak in regards to legal protection. And I'm going to extend the mic um, to another associate that is also a part of um, <laughs> self, myself, uh, Alistair Edwards, that spoke on Legal Shield. She's actually a um, associate that's also on the line with us, and I'm going to introduce Ms. Lisa Streeter at this time to come in and speak to our audience as well. Lisa, how are you doing today? Um, I'm great. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you. I can hear you wonderful. Awesome. Um, we have been speaking about the uh, Zimmerman case, of course. Uh, that's been a hot topic over the last week. It hasn't been quite a week yet. Um, and uh, I had an opportunity to uh, have Mr. Self speak on, uh, you know, where he was at the time period when everything came down, when the verdict was passed, and I asked, um, Alex, I don't know if I get, got an opportunity to tell you what you thought um, in regards to what you're doing as as far as, you know, offering legal service, legal, legal benefit protection, you know, what that, what that shift uh, meant to you. Um, I will allow you to, to speak on that, but um, since we have Lisa on the line, I want to make sure that um, I, I give Lisa a little update of where we are in regards to this conversation. So, yeah, we were speaking on that, and I wanted to know, what were you doing at the moment that that verdict came down? How did that make you feel, being in the position in which you are, to be able to help, you know, the average American to better protect themselves? Um, to be honest with you, I didn't know the verdict until the next day. Um, okay. I wasn't following it because I, I was in that state of mind that, you know, Things are going to happen, and we'll just wait and see. But I didn't find out about it until the next day, and um, I found out about it that morning while I was in Savannah, the state of Savannah, presenting to 100 soldiers and, mm. uh, you know, 100 men. And my presentation was more passionate of talking to them because of what I had just found out. I couldn't believe it. So the ride from Atlanta to Savannah at that moment was four hours, and to reflect on my legal career working with the late state Mr. Johnny Cochran and, the U.S. Court of Appeals, and being in the legal field all my life, I watched, you know, our people, our young men, our fathers and sons and nephews whose who families came, you know, to court and could not pay for mm. the legal representation. Um, they would get a public defender that didn't care about their case, and whether they did it or not, they didn't get represented fairly because of the color of their skin, whether they didn't have that Michael Jordan or, or Donald Trump money. So exactly. when I became a part of this company to help protect our community and families to not have to worry about the high hourly costs. You know, I'm very passionate about why everyone needs our services right now. Um, I, I've been involved with this company, Legal Shield, for seven years now, my husband and I, and I've already been preaching from the rooftop. This has been my ministry to make sure that our families have a will to keep us together. Exactly. And identity theft 
but access to the justice system so we can have equal justice. And that's why I've been here along with my business partners you heard earlier, Mr. Edwards and Mr. Self, uh, for the last seven years, presenting from the rooftop about this company and what we do. You know, listening to the verdict and listening to all the negativity that's coming from other races and, and, and country, part of the country, you know, it just breaks my heart that we still haven't gotten past that at this exactly. point in, in, in 2013 in this century. So, you know, uh, family and, and listeners that's out there, we just want to let you all know that there is uh, attorneys, there are attorneys that care about you and your family. There are attorneys that care about your case and, and injustice being done to you. And I just want to be able to share with you all that there is a company that do care about, you know, our future and care about our worth as people, you know, and, and, and my heart goes out to the Martin family. My heart goes out to uh, Trayvon Martin, beautiful young man. Because his life, life cut too short because exactly. of ignorance, just ignorance, and that's all I can uh, equate it to. But my heart bleeds as a mother having an 11-year-old son that I had to sit down and talk to him at 11 years old about things, guys, that we had to get talked about in the 70s and 80s wow. growing up. So, you know, it just breaks my heart that that could have been my son. That could have been my nephew. That could have been my brother. And I just feel for that family. I just hope God keeps them. But, you know, there is people out here that care about the family and people out here that cares about our young men. And just hearing that verdict, it was just unbelievable. I was just lost for words. But all day, my stomach was in knot and my heart was heavy. And I had to sit back and, and get myself together to get to those young men and so were they. You know, all their faces were very sad exactly. um, at that time. You know, and so I just let them know that I'm here to protect you and your family, you know, from any tragedies like that, anything that may happen in your life with life events. So, you know, life is going to happen. But when it does, what do you do about it? And that's what we need to do. We need to do something about it. And our voices together, our, our passion for mankind together, and the things that we need to do for our future and our children's future, it, it just showed us that we all need to lock arms and come together at this point in our in our lives and for their future. And um, this, the Martin family, they do exactly. have, still have children amongst us. So, you know, I thank you all for listening to me, but just be aware that nothing has changed and we got to make a change. Wow. Exactly. That's, that's, that's so powerful. Um, Ms. Trita, I'm so glad we were able to snag you from all of the all of your fans. This woman has a fan base. Let me just tell you, you know what? People perish for the lack of knowledge. And where there is just a word of this is how I can make my life better, this is how I can get legal representation, this is the law, and this is how I can be protected, this is why she has a fan base, because she's teaching people how to protect themselves and their families. And and I started the show out with um, our producer, Sonny, and I said, you know, my goal in life is to not only be impactful for myself but for my community, my local community, exactly. and globally. It is important that we make a difference. It is important that whatever we do, we make a difference. And I also wanted to share with you, you know, we talked about Florida, and I said all things in Florida are not terrible, but there are some things that this state needs to be the representation of other states getting it right and doing better. And my story, and, and, you know, for some of you that don't know, my son was kidnapped here in Florida going on three and a half years. Kidnapped, legally kidnapped, taken from the babysitters by a former boyfriend of my daughter, 
because the babysitter knew him. He walked up to the babysitter. Hey, how you doing? I'm here to pick up Sebastian. He said no problem because she was not aware of any problems in the relationship. So mm-hmm. my grandson has been gone for three and a half years. The DNA proves 99.9% wow. that he's not the father. Not the father. Paperwork proves he's not the father. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? He's not the father. We went down to our judicial system, to the to the courthouse. We went to police departments in several counties and said, here's the birth certificate. He's not on the birth certificate. He's not the baby's father, but he has my grandson. And he's had my grandson simply because my daughter was not in a position to pay thousands of dollars for an attorney. The state of Florida told her, the mother, who almost died having him, he almost died in the hospital a month while we sat there with him, and told her, the mother, that you will have to go to court and file custody of your son that you birthed from a man who's not the father. That's Florida. It's crazy. And, and, you know, Georgia, you know, Jazzy, the thing is, it's so funny. Every state is different. In the state of Georgia, women have rights. The, the mother has so many rights that they have to almost designate the father when that child is born, especially yeah. if the father yeah. and the mother are not married. You know, they're not married. Um, so that is screwed up. That is so screwed up. And we haven't... Um, People, when I tell you people's stories like these are real stories, these are real situations. Thank you, Lisa, so much. Um, these are real stories. These are real situations, and uh, people have no clue that things like this happen. Um, Alistair, are you still with us? Exactly. Yes. People are unaware that yes, they have clear. rights. Um, people are unaware that they have options. And this is what we're trying to bring to you guys tonight, that, you know, right in right in our, our own back door, right in my lap, here's a legal situation. But because I'm the grandparent and not the parent, I have not had um, as much control of that particular situation. But I'm very fortunate to say that because we have an awesome team that are licensed not only in one state but several, we will now be having my daughter sign up for such an awesome opportunity to now say, okay, enough is enough. And because mm-hmm. the Trayvon Martin team was so horrific, has been so horrific, and it's not just, just that case, guys. We can go down a list, oh, my God, of here in the state of Florida of the injustices that have gone on and in other states. So we're not just picking on Florida. But because it was so international and nationally pronounced, now has brought an enlightenment this area. So now uh, the courts, well, she had already filed paperwork in my case. Now the courts are calling her like, okay, we need to have something done and this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Because now Florida is getting national and international attention. So I'm just asking that one, you protect yourself, one, protect your family. I wish I had stayed in a program like this years ago. But again, the lack of knowledge and perseverance in a case. Um, and protection, I got out, but now she has that opportunity. So we employ you, we, we beg of you 
to make sure your family is always protected. Mr. Edwards? Awesome. Thank you. Mr. Edwards, so I wanted to make sure I gave you an opportunity to share. Um, I, I think that you hadn't uh, spoke on um, your position in regards to the Zimmerman uh, result of that verdict. Um, what, what did that leave in your mind with what you're doing, what you've been doing for over the last 10 years? What, how how much did this empower you to know that, well, you know, where you are matters? Uh, I don't know if I would use the word empower me in this, in this situation. It almost saddens me. Um, it is. Because I, I, as, as I go around the companies and speak to groups and I speak to their employees, and see so many people that will invest so much money in so many other things. But we we, we right. invest our money in, in shoes. We'll spend 150 bucks for some shoes for our kids. We you know we'll we'll, we'll buy 300 dollars worth of weed. We'll do all kinds of things, but won't take the time to spend uh, a 17 you know 20 dollars a month to make sure that we have legal insurance. The only reason half of us have car insurance is because the state requires us to have it. You know, we have health insurance because we don't want to get sick, and if we do, we don't want to have to pay the full cost. But the one benefit that you could use every day and get a value of, we hesitate to even look at it. You know what I mean? And and it was the perfect situation to let us understand that I don't care who you are. If you don't have access to an attorney, you have not arrived. I don't care what your bank account says. I don't care what your position is. There is no such thing as equal justice under the law. It's equal justice right. based on your based on your money account, your bank account. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have something that is in place to where you can get the proper services or the proper consultation when you need it, you are putting yourself in a bad position. And and, and in today's world, uh, is is more uh, uh, we live in a more uh, legal society or, or uh, uh, a society where you know they say it's two ways to get rich in America. Win the lottery yeah, or, or, or I was about to say we're still happy somebody. over here, man. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're and still so happy. if you don't yeah. have if you don't have something in place to defend you from the frivolous lawsuit, or if you don't have something in place to defend you when you really need to be defended, uh, uh-uh. right. you know, it, 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 to have access to a network of quality, uh, high-ranking provider law firms at a discounted price just makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't plan to get sick. I don't want to get sick. But if I get sick, I am totally glad that I have health insurance to help me with exactly. that cost. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not looking forward right. to dying. Uh, actually, I don't reap any benefit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't plan <clears throat> on reaping any benefit of my life insurance policy. My family will reap that benefit. So I don't even get to see the value of what I've been invested in all these years in my life insurance. But I have it because I know my family will be blessed. And it's the same thing with a legal plan. I can tell you countless of stories of people that have called me and said, Mr. Edwards, thank you for selling us that $17 plan because you're legal. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, I called your attorneys and they answered this question. Can mm-hmm. they help you with immigration? They got my son uh, out, of, out of prison or they got my sentence reduced. It, it's any area of law that we cover. And it is imperative that we as a community, exactly. put ourselves in a position even if you have the money or the well-being of to pay three, four hundred dollars an hour, why do it if there's mm-hmm. a service out there that for that same cost for an entire year you can have unlimited access to an attorney right. and ask those important questions? It's just a smart decision. It's a smart decision for you as a business person. It's a smart decision for you as a family person. 
you know, and you know, especially me raising two young uh, African American young men. My boys are sixteen. My daughter's seventeen. I would not dare send them out into the world without them not having their legal shield number program in their phone. Exactly. Because I am not always going to be there to protect them. But more so, I'm not always going to be there to tell people that they are good children. Someone may look at them and automatically assume that they're a threat. Mm -hmm. And it's for that reason more so than any that I I, I think it is vital that they have access to that service. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that... um, I know that when I posed the question, I said empower, and I and I want to say that I want to speak in regards to where I want to make sure that I'm using my words justly. I think that for me, um, this was even more of a motivation for me to start taking even more time to stop and just have a conversation with people. Mm-hmm. And I can't mm-hmm. begin to tell you, Mr. Edwards and, and Jazzy's on the line with me. She's she's been proof of this and, and witnesses. I have had p- countless people. Once we get into a conversation and kind of go into depth, in, into depth of uh, what the services can do, people will stop and just tell you all kinds of oh trivial God. situations, things that they're dealing with, that or a family member is caught in a situation right, and don't know where to right. turn. And so, audience, I just beg of you, you know, if this is, you know, if, if something is going on. Which we all got stuff going on. We all, if, if it ain't us, we know somebody still is being impacted by something. Exactly. You know, it it, it is it has become a motivator for me even more. Um, I've had some family myself that I've seen so many situations where they've been from a scandalous perspective or just a lack of knowledge mm-hmm. of protecting themselves. Are left with situations where you could be broke tomorrow. I mean, Legal Shield was really premised. From a real experience, so mm-hmm. was he, the 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 uh, actual founder of this company was in a car accident, had health insurance, had had car insurance, had medical coverage, um, but didn't have the money, or, or at least not to the situation where they could handle being sued mm-hmm. and completely bankrupt their savings. You know how many of us right now will even be prepared? To have a circumstance like a Zimmerman case happen in your life. Oh my gosh! And I, I, and, think I mean that type of money. That. Yeah. Yeah, that type of money of a situation. Not to say that, you know, um, like Mr. Ellis said, you know, Legal Shield has so many benefits um, to it to to offer legal uh, legal resources for people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if we know that we have something that can diffuse or even sometimes eliminate situations before they become out of hand, you know. There's before so they much, go to court. Yeah, before they go to court. Sometimes you can handle things at, at one level before it, it accelerates and become a larger issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, people don't realize, I mean, if you only imagine, if you're paying the attorney the amount of money, 350 or, or higher an hour, yeah. imagine if you have to go to court yeah. repeatedly. That was my same same case scenario. Even my daughter went to court the first time around, and she exhausted, you know, all of her funds um, on the first attorney. And then then it's still not resolved. You're still in a situation where now, um, years later, you know, and and this is what people don't realize. When you lose the first time around, like, you know, even if the Martins want to go back, even if they want to go back into it and appeal and do this and this, do you recognize how much energy it takes out of you 
going through the reliving of that scenario, going through the reliving of hearing your child's voice on a phone call. See, we don't think about the emotional damage and the emotional destruction that takes place during that trial where you have to hear it over and over and over. It never, you know how we get into something, we have a wreck, a house burned down, the hurricanes happen, and we go, okay, and now we start the process of healing, and now we start. Okay, you can never heal if you keep ripping off a, a, a scar or a scab over a wound. The, the more you rip it off, the more it's going to hurt. The more it's going to take a longer time to heal. So even if you have the money to go back into it, emotionally, it takes so much out of you to now say, okay, let's go back at it again. So even in my scenario and so many other people's scenarios, if you have preventative, you know that statement, preventative care is better than the cure. If you prevent yourself by having the right opportunity to say, hey, let me send a letter. You know, it's so funny. Back in the day when the lawsuit of America began, where everybody was suing everybody for everything, everybody was dropping it so quick. Oh, I'm going to call my attorney. I'm going to call my attorney. Some people had attorneys, and some people had the bluff of, I'm going to call my attorney. Right, you know, but exactly. But we're fortunate to be members of an organization and to continually meet people that are part of this organization and have the service. Let's just talk about having the service. I have said in the last two weeks, I'm going to call my attorney for stuff that I have wanted to call my attorney for and just did not have, just just let my membership go years ago. I would not be where I am right now saying my grandson is somewhere had I still had my daughter at the time of this happening. She was in the age bracket that I could have had her and my grandchildren covered. So, guys, you know, we're not, this is not a sales pitch night. This is not, let's, dis- let's discuss something that you may not even be interested in. This no, is we're, a talking plea. Real. we're talking real. We're this talking real. This is a plea to see current affairs, real-life scenarios and real-life situations that could have been perhaps gone a different way had legal representation been there quickly. And, you know, that's the preventative side. Exactly. That's, what, that's one of the, the, the biggest things that I want to, you know, stress tonight, that if you can prevent it happening, do. Be prepared. We don't always want to pay car insurance. Lord knows who wants to pay 200 and But I guarantee you somebody slam in front of you or run into you or, or t- steal your car, you'd be like, whoo oh, boy, I can't go The minute so you have that wreck and somebody goes, Okay, well, I know you got liability. If, you, if you're doing the right thing, I know you got liability. But, baby, your car is messed up. And when you go ching-ching, that extra 250 that I thought was wasted a month, my car is covered. I get a rental car for 30 days. They're going to take care. Oh, they're going to take care of my leg being broken because I cover me and exactly, the other exactly. person. So here's an opportunity to have that same kind of protection legally, guys. You know, that same protection where somebody, you know, you've seen the identity theft commercial where the woman is about 10 different people because the person has stole her ID and now she's in Bangkok and she's in California and she's all over the place because that identity has been stolen and recycled and reused and sold and sold and sold and compromised. It's the same thing. It is all a, a, a package together if you want it. 
it's just so much that we want in this show with this radio network, with this avenue that we have, we want to be able to offer you guys inspiring, entertaining, and empowering information. Well, Mr. Edwards, I know you've been on the line with us. Is there anything that you'd like to share with our uh, audience uh, before you go, um, since you've been with us on the line tonight, uh, sharing your viewpoints? Well, you know, I'll say this. I know you asked, but you say you know, it's not a selling moment or anything like this, and and it isn't. It's an educational moment. And here's what right. I want you all to understand. Um, 70 or 80% of the states that we live in are probate states, meaning that mm-hmm. if there is no willing place. You know, we always talk about leaving inheritance for your children's children. But if you don't have a will, you basically work your entire life to turn around and give everything you own back to the state. Mm. Exactly. Please say that one more time because I don't think people got it. I don't. If you have not put a will in place for your family, you've basically worked your entire life to die and turn everything you've worked your entire life for back over to the state. So you're saying all my stuff, and I've worked 30-some years in the business, and if, if I didn't you, leave it to somebody, that state can take it? The state gets to make the decision as to who has access to that property. Oh, my God. I know if George you have is a children, If you have mm-hmm. children that are minors, and you pass away, and it can happen at the drop of a dime, a car accident, mm. plane crash. I mean, we see it every day. If you mm-hmm. don't have a will in place, the state decides who takes care of your kids. Wow. Now, you already so the, know. <laughs> the state could send your kids back to an unsafe environment because they don't right. know the whole story. But because you didn't take the time to prepare a will to let the state know what your wishes were, oh, you end up being... God putting your children in that position. So my question to you is, we know one of the reasons people don't get a will is because it costs an attorney. An attorney will charge you seven, eight, nine hundred dollars Yeah, yeah, right. easily. With a legal plan uh, provided by Legal Shield, you're getting your will, your living will, your medical power of attorney, not only for you, but for your spouse also. So the yeah. investment is worth it. You, there's no way you can tell me seventeen dollars is not worth if it was if all they were doing was providing wills. Seventeen dollars would be worth it, in my opinion. Wow, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let, let me ask you something. You let me interrupt you just a second. You said for you and your spouse. Does that also cover same gender loving spouses and or significant others? It does. Do y'all hear that? And the reason I'm making that statement other than the obvious, but the reason I'm making that statement is because we just had the equality laws passed, and it has been an amazing feat. We, it, it's a far, far way to go. But do you recognize, and I know you do, Ms. Edwards, because you deal with so many people, so many people, nationalities, creed, genders, um, ethnicity, religious beliefs, and, and more. But there's so many same gender loving couples that have built lives together three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty years plus, built lives together, both homes, have had adopted children, stepkids, you name it, built lives, one partner dies. And the families come in and they are not protected under any circumstances and everything they've built together gone in an instant. Everything. 
So you're saying that through this same plan that everybody else is a privy to, same gender loving families can say, hey, I need power of attorney for this, and here's a will for this. Here's what's so important about our services. You know, it's amazing how many people will ask their broke friend how to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. oh, we, go, we, we we have a legal situation and we go ask the street lawyer what, what they think, the guy mm-hmm. on the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Why would you not put yourself in a position to have access to the right legal counsel? You know, wow. think about this. If you could wake up every morning knowing that every single decision you made from that point forward was the right decision, what would you do or how much would you pay to put yourself in that position? Oh, my goodness. And that is why I'm so adamant about what I do. I'm not saying that you may like the answer that you get, but I'm saying Mm -hmm. at least you will be able to call in and get the right answer. Mm -hmm. I'm a strong believer Mm -hmm. that if I have to make a decision and I can talk to somebody that is an expert in that area, so if it's a real estate decision, I can talk to a real estate attorney. If it's a tax decision, I can talk to a tax attorney. If it's a mortgage situation, I can have to talk to an attorney that has experiences in mortgages. If it's a criminal situation, I can talk to a criminal attorney. And I can ask all the questions I need to ask. And I can get all the answers I need to get. Even though I may not like the answer, because I've gotten the correct answers, I now can make the right decision. Mm. That's why I pay $17 a month. So for the last 10 years, I've made better decisions in life because I'm mm-hmm. talking to the right people. Sometimes exactly. people right. give, our friends give us biased opinions. Mm-hmm. Our friends mm-hmm. give us emotional opinions. A reputable attorney, a reputable attorney gives you the facts. Exactly. And when it comes to making right decisions in life, you need to have the facts. Mm-hmm. And you need to know what your rights are. You know, your Miranda right. rights are you have the right to remain silent and you have the right to call your attorney. And I just got one question to ask your audience. If after you get off the phone tonight, you decide to get in your car and you're driving somewhere, and out of the blue, the police pull you over, well, and let's say they don't time. get out the car. <laughs> they don't get out the car immediately. A second cop car pulls up. Let's say mm-hmm. a third we cop, cop pulls you know you know Just because you made fit the profile. You, at this moment, have two rights. You have the right to remain silent, and you have the right to call an attorney. My question to you is, think about it. Which attorney are you thinking about calling right now? What is his or her name, and what is his or her telephone number? Wow. And if you can't answer that question honestly, and better yet, if you have teenagers or children, that you can't help answer that question honestly. You need to do everything possible to get a legal plan immediately, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because if nothing is more important to me about our legal shield membership is the 24-hour access to an attorney in an emergency situation. I can tell Bye. you, I have used that section at least four times between me and my family. Mm-hmm. I remember getting stopped in Albany, Georgia, and I was feeding. I am not denying the fact I was feeding, and I was pulled over by an officer who was a little different than I am. <laughs> He was a what? What did you say he was? A little different than I am. Okay, just a little different. Okay. Okay. 
when he walked to the car, his tone was very aggressive. Mm. Do you know how fast you were going? I need to see your driver's license and registration. I calmly reached into my pocket. I grabbed my wallet, and I calmly grabbed my legal shield card and put it on top of my driver's license. I know, that's right. And handed the both of them to him at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's for those of you that are not members, it's a simple card that says to any law enforcement officer, it's your intention to question, detain, or arrest me. Please allow me to call my attorney at this time. Yes. That yep. is your moment. Right. right. And Look, I, let me clearly distinctly remember. I clearly distinctly remember him saying to me, "What is this?" And I politely said, "Sir, all I know is I was instructed to give you this at this time or in a situation like this." And after that, I just remained silent. Hmm. He read it. He walked back to his car. He came back to my car. All of a sudden, he said, Mr. Edwards, I just want you to know you were going a little fast. He says, but I want you to slow down uh, because it's not safe to be traveling at a rate of speed. Is there somewhere you had to be? I said, yes, sir. I was trying to get home for my kids. He says, well, look, I'm going to let it be a warning tonight. You go home and have a great evening. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was the legal shield card that made everything change different. Hmm. All I know is he did read it, and his tone of verse changed when he returned to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you something else that's so funny? He said that I was like, man, I just had the same situation happen to me not even a week ago. <laughs> and it's so funny that I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it real. At that moment... I could feel a heightened level of confidence in this situation getting pulled over because literally I was riding uh, down the street. I saw the cop sitting. He was facing me, but he was up the road. So as I passed by him, came up to a stop sign, I made a a right turn and was pulling up to a friend of mine that owns a business on the street. I get out the car, and his lights is on me. He's flashing them, and he tells me immediately, get back in the car with with an attitude. And I'm like, whoa, he startled me, didn't even know he was behind me. Got back in the car, he walks over to my car, and he was like, yeah, um, you know why I stopped you? He said that I, I didn't stop at the stop sign. He said, then I furthermore went and I ran your tags, and he goes on to tell me that my registration wasn't right. And um, But when he walked up to the car, when I tell you, I had my driver's license out, but I had my membership card sitting on top of my license, on exactly. top of my wallet. Yeah. And... I, I made a phone call, and I had the phone active, and he was like, yeah, can you hang up that phone? Because, I, I, you know, at that point, I guess he could saw that I wasn't even about to play the game with him. I never – I'm going to tell you, most of us got cell phones, and we had the little timer, so my screen blacked out. I never hung up the phone. No, I was right on the phone listening. Jazzy, I was That's talking okay. to Jazzy, I matter of fact, at the, the moment. I was on the phone with her, and I literally put the phone down, but I never hung it up, and I had my car sitting on top. And right, so right. once he saw that, so then he started asking me a little bit of questions and allowed me to kind of speak to him. And then he said, well, I see a legal card and everything. He said, but I'm just telling you, you know, we, we try to tell people not to be on the cell phones or not to dig into their pockets and stuff like that because we've had officers be, uh, you know, uh, attacked mm-hmm. um, because of the fact that that one person is, uh, you know, drawing their attention away to something else, but he respected that card. He's like, I see, I see you got your legal card. <laughs> he sure did. And I was like, yes, I do. So, um, that was a great point. I, I, I'm a witness to it happened to me not even a week ago. Yeah. 
So we, we only, we only on have a, yeah, we do. We only have crazy. a few more minutes. So I want to take the time to recognize our sponsors and Alistair. Thank you for coming in, being a part of our show tonight. Thank you, Lisa Streeter, uh, Alistair Edwards, and Mr. Darnell Self for being a part of our call tonight. Um, you guys have been a a great aspect of this broadcast, and I appreciate you guys taking the time out to take part in it. And um, definitely um, want to thank all of our listeners. People have been listening in to us. I see you online listening to us in our chat rooms. We've had a listener that's been a cute listening to us tonight, and I know that people are going to listen to this archive show. So we just want to make sure that uh, everyone knows that you can archive this show at Stitcher, um, on your iPhone and Android phones and your tablet, it's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Download that app. Select us as a, a loudmouth radio network as a favorite mm-hmm. channel and listen to all our broadcasts, as well as mm-hmm. connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. We want to thank our sponsors, Tulupis, for being a part of our broadcast, Bright Car Spa for being a part of our broadcast, and Fletcher Sons to Auto Repair, for being a part of our broadcast and our media partners. And we want to thank you guys for listening to us. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be coming back on. Hold We've been on, taking our little on, seasonal break. We've been taking our seasonal break. And um, we actually um, are going off air for uh, the evening. And we want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight um, and being a part of our broadcast. So, um Jazzy is harassing me. Jazzy, what you got going on over here? What you got going on over here? Hold on. I got some folks. Uh-huh. Hold on. Get, take your phone. Hold you on. You know what? This, I'm, is, I'm this is what happens. This, this why is why I need my membership radio. card. This why I need my yeah. I'm going to have to call my attorney on Jazzy. Uh-huh. Jazzy is harassing me on air. Get on the phone. Uh-huh. I ain't playing. Uh-huh. Why is she harassing us on, on the phone Y'all call? Y'all like to see me. I wish this was on TV. I wish we had loudmouth TV right now. See me grabbing the Jazzy, you have your listeners, you have your guest people listening okay. in on us now. Okay, Carla, how are you? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy you made it to the show. Tell me your name. I'm I'm so glad I'm here too. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you know that our show tonight. Wait a minute, Jen. Like, so we ain't even get to hear her oh, name. Yeah. I know. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to say that. Excuse me, pardon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our show is live, and we want everybody to know that I just snagged you in the hotel lobby of this fantastic hotel. Now, tell us your name. My name is Angela Allen. And I'm standing here with my friends, Candace Roach and Miss Kamala Williams. And tell them to say hi, because they got on a cute dress and shoes. Hi. Oh, my God. Only on Loudmouth Radio, we just stop people in the lobbies or the hotel lobbies. You know, we we, we the uh, Worldwide Travel Network, so we get it in. Next week, we'll probably be in um, Timbuktu. We had a cruise set up. But, you know, this broadcast was discussing the positivity and the benefits of having legal protection. Now, I know all three of y'all are members of Legal Shield. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so we were just telling different stories about how people have utilized this membership. We were talking about a couple of car wrecks. I had a great big one. Y'all got to archive the show. I know you all because y'all know I know where y'all are. I will search you down. But, you know, I had a, a situation with my daughter. Um, her grand, my grandson was actually kidnapped here in Florida three years ago. Still kidnapped, still gone with the he's not, uh, uh, the ex-boyfriend who's not the father. 
So my daughter is now recognizing the benefits of this plan, and we're getting ready to go back in now through Legal Shield and um, use the attorney to go and get my baby back. So that was my great big story. But how has it impacted you in this business? Mm-hmm. Look at people just passing the phone. They just passing the phone. Oh my God! I wish we had the video camera here. I was go ahead, baby. Tell me your name. Camilla Williams. Yay. So tell me, how has this business and how has the membership, not even from the aspect of you doing the business, but just the membership aspect, how has it impacted your life? Well, I've had the membership for 14 years, and as a single parent with two daughters, it's been phenomenal. We've probably used the wow. membership over 30 times in the last 14 years. I want well, to say it again. Awesome. Say it slow. How many times? Over 30 times in the last 14 years. And what's really cool is that um, now that my daughter is married, she and her husband got the membership last year when they got married, of course, and they've used the membership over five times. And one thing that's really phenomenal about that is um, my um, son-in-law was actually in a situation where he was terminated, but um, other members of the company went to file a class action lawsuit against the company. And when it came his turn to respond to the class action suit, he took that information to the law firm in Texas, and they were able to actually work through that lawsuit and increase the amount of his settlement um, due to him having access to an attorney, and that was just for $17 a month. So definitely my family and my daughter's family have realized how powerful the membership See is. See that? Can so I borrow five dollars? Can serious. I borrow five dollars? Well, you have to get with my son a lot for that. But no, guys, seriously, that is the type of thing that when we're saying that it's important. Just you know, we want to. I didn't want to go off the show because sometimes we go grab people that are guests, and you know, their schedules come on, and it really looks like you know we have a stage. So I wanted to grab people with cute dresses and sandals and short pants up. And I wanted them to just talk about the benefits that they found having a membership. So next, pretty dressed young lady, tell us your name. Hi, my name is Candace Roach. Hi, Candace. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Tell us all about the benefits that you found having uh, a, a prepaid plan that has been impactful in your life through Legal Shield. Honestly, I didn't realize how important this membership was until I had to use it a few different times on a few different occasions. Some were serious, Mm -hmm. some were minor, Um, but Mm -hmm. each time I used it, the attorneys educated me on my rights. And um, the very first time I actually used the membership, me and my mom were traveling to Philadelphia, and we bumped into a a racial profiling situation. Oh my and, goodness! Um, mm. <laughs> the very first time, and actually, it was what um, Chef the Transit and the lawyers got in contact with the regional director manager of Chef the Transit, and mm. the regional director manager called me herself from her direct cell phone number after me trying to contact them <laughs> by myself for two weeks. So wow. that was my very first experience with this membership. From there on. I knew this membership had some some backbone and was very powerful. So that, that was my first experience. I, I had many other That's situations awesome. where the lawyers came through for me. So That's now, awesome. were you, you said you and your mom were, were you driving to Philly from where? Were you? We actually took. There? We actually took. 
we actually took the train from New York. I'm from New York. I took the train mm -hmm. um, from New York. We had to transfer in New Trenton, New Jersey, and we had to get on the Philadelphia uh, train line to go into Philadelphia. We were traveling to Philly. And um, mm -hmm. me, my mom, another African-American woman, were all running to the connecting train. The rest of the passengers were Caucasian. The conductor let all the Caucasian passengers on and locked me, my mother, and the other African-American passenger out. Girl, you done made and, me have chills. Somebody give me a photo. <laughs> and, and the other African-American passenger wasn't even with us, so we knew that it had something. that We, we figured it was racially profiled. Right. Profiling us. Mm -hmm. So I got in contact with customer service. I complained. We missed the train. They threw our trip off by two hours. So we totally wow. missed the event that we was going to. Um, and by the time um, the lawyers contacted me, they told me, um, listen, the lawyers told me, listen, I mean, excuse me, the regional director manager told me, listen, explain or describe how the conductor looked and we'll have him fired immediately. We just want to rectify the situation. And they were just very apologetic. So that was my very first experience, and that was in 2008 with the Legal Shield Plan. Wow. So listen, I want to say this. Hold on real quick before we do that. I just want to recognize um, that, you know, thank you guys for speaking in regards to your experiences here. It, it, takes, it takes your testimony to really let the community know just how important, uh, because we've been on air now for the last hour and a half. We spoke with Mr. Alistair Edwards, Mr. Darnell Self, Lisa Streeter, who all are uh, advocates for helping people get legal benefits. So I just want to tell you as a producer and as a host of the show tonight that I really appreciate you guys giving your testament about your experiences. Go ahead, Jazzy. Um, I'm just back here wishing y'all are to see me. When I tell you I am cutting up, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, but I wanted to stop, as, as we said, I wanted to stop, quote, unquote, ordinary people who have ordinary situations, guys. This is not just for, you know, the person at the top making statements because, again, we're not trying to tell you. We're trying to educate you on something that you may not be aware of that you have an opportunity to utilize in everyday situations. Every day, you may be a Trayvon Martin case. You may be a Jazzy Jones case. You may be a whomever. Whatever your name is, whatever the situation, it happens every day. In our book, we have 101 reasons. If this is happening to you, then you need a service. You need protection. And, guys, every day, all day, thousands of things take place. But I, I just wanted to say about Candace's story, she was from New York going to Philly. Do you all understand? I'm protected in one state. I'm going to another state. My attorneys handled the situation in another state. Right. In another state. I did not have to take my attorney from, uh, I didn't have to go to another state to get an attorney. My attorney said, I'm tell you what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get it in. <laughs> well, see, this is a good and thing. Legal important. Shield is, uh, is, is offering protection in over 49 states as well as Canada. So the good thing is if you're traveling like Jazzy's speaking on, if you're traveling and you, you find yourself in a situation, you know, um, you have an entire attorney network that can provide services based on geographical location as well as criteria. So um, once again, I just want to thank the ladies for for stopping in the studio yeah, and speaking yeah. to us and acknowledging their experiences and how they feel um, privy yeah. to be able to speak and say that this has helped them. Does it, do we have anyone else, Jazzy? Now I think we I think we talked to everybody. I think we kind of sort of talked to everybody. I ain't gonna say no name, 
But I wanted I wanted to say names. Candace, can you tell everybody's names? Because guys, when you get ready to leave and you're talking to other people and they and you say, Listen, go back and archive our show, they're gonna know who you are. So if you didn't get on the phone and tell your story and tell who you are, like I'm just saying, then they're not gonna know you. So Candace Everybody's name who got on the phone, Candy. Everyone who is everyone who got on the phone, walking by the walking buyers. Angela, the lovely Angela Allen. Yes, and she's from where? Where's Angela? She is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes, the lovely, lovely Miss Wonderful Kamala Williams. Yes, who's also from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Candace Roach, who is from the great state of New York. Thank you, ladies, Thank you, ladies so, so much. much for sharing I'm not going to hold you up and grab you. That was fantastic. You're welcome to stay on the line if you'd love to finalize and listen out to the show. But, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Y'all are, y'all are just a good camp. I just really appreciate it. So, okay, we want to make audience. sure that we recognize our media partners. Thank you again uh, to Lupe Seyri, Southern Cuisine, and Starbridge. Uh, we also have Bright Car Spa of Atlanta and Fletch & Sons 2 Auto Repair in Jonesboro, Georgia. And tonight's broadcast will be available for download after 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This has been a broadcast on location in Orlando, Florida, at the Rosen Center Hotel. And we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this evening. Share this information with a friend, definitely. Um, I, I hope that we have allowed uh, allowed you to get more insight in regards to the importance of being protected legally. And mm-hmm. if nothing else, um, we raise more awareness. And uh, if you would like to get more information, we're going to uh, encourage you. Well, Jazzy and I both have sites that allow you to be able to get more insightful information. Our sites mm-hmm. are really easy. My government name is SabrinaSmith.info and Jazzy's site, JazzyJones.info. Um, and if you don't know how to spell that, it's not the common spelling because I am still not it's common. J-A-Z-Z-I-E. Jones.info, and I know Mr. Allison Edwards.net, he has a site as well. And, um, you know, all these things, like I said, um, is so important for uh, the, the public to know. And you can contact us, of course, uh, Loudmouth Media at 706-363-3895. That number again, 706-363-3895. We want to encourage if you have a small business to connect with us will definitely be a media outlet for you, and we're definitely looking forward to coming back into the season um, as we get ready for our broadcast for the next season. And we're going to be doing a lot of these on location, mm-hmm. um, remote Anywhere broadcasts throughout. Yes, throughout as long as we have the ability to initiate, we will participate. So That's it. we want to make sure you stay connected with us. We want to um, we want to always recognize our fellow hosts. Roderick Watkins with his show, The Universal Mind, mm-hmm. and Mr. J.L. King, um, Nice Talk Live with J.L. King. Um, these these gentlemen are definitely a, been an a intricate part of us. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's so important that everybody's recognized mm-hmm. for their servitude to what we do. So we want to thank everyone for listening tonight, and uh, we hope that you be blessed and that you be safe on your travels. And if you're traveling in the rain, to be careful and um have a great evening. Good night.